it's inspiration for you. We're enlarging worlds with growth stories. Listen your way. Tune in for fresh stories brought to you by Unit for Hosts. Join us for this week's inspiration for you. Hi everyone, I'm Lisa Dodman, Chief People Officer. I'd like to also introduce Rachel Chung. Hi everyone, I'm Rachel, um, HR Director for Asia Pacific. So diversity and inclusion is at the core of everything that we do. Our whole belief system can be influenced by anything that shapes the very person that we all are. Being who we want to be and being brave enough to stand up for our beliefs is, I think, critical for any organisation. And for me, it ties really importantly with our company values. People first, choose curiosity, have impact and be genuine. It's important for us as individuals to build on the foundations that are key to each of us within the framework that allows us to be our unique self. And so without this, we cannot evolve as, as a business. And so building diversity for you has been a really critical part of our people strategy. So I'm really, really pleased that we've managed to, to launch it. So I guess there's there's two things. From a from a gender perspective, being a female in tech, which is uh, highly male-dominated as an industry, always has been, has really shaped my, my thinking because as a female in tech, you kind of aspire to push yourself and push the boundaries. But also, if I stay on that gender theme, uh, I've worked for a number of software companies where women's networks have been the defining path for inclusion. And when I moved into this role, the, the critical thing for me was that diversity is everywhere. Inclusion is everywhere. It makes no difference whether your, your focus is about women, whether it's about age, whether it's about beliefs, you should be focusing on what what is great about all of the people within your organization and so I wanted to um, move our strategy for diversity and inclusion to be just that about inclusiveness of all of our people rather than what our competitors typically go down a path of which is women's networks and which we have done ourselves in the past so I wanted to evolve our strategy and build it so that there was a way of people feeling like they would be connected and belong to the organization regardless of who they are where they are or what they believe yes it, it has been a very experiential journey for me right to me it is um, starting from scratch an initiative that i have not done before well there's a lot of trust from coming from the company from the organization from lisa you know a lot of encouragement coming from her particularly you know how she trusted me that i could do this to pick this initiative up all right i think that helps a lot there are a lot of things that I had to start to think about, including um, things around, you know, how this go about, you know, most importantly is um, to come up with a framework, how we're going to approach it, 
how this is going to align with our strategy. What is it that we want to get out of it? You know, how we want to build a culture that is that incorporates this whole inclusivity among us and how we're going to have this to go forward, you know, to, to build these into our daily lives to build a diverse and inclusive workforce. So it has come a long way within, well, I would say that I'm happy, you know, with also together with the support of a team of DNA um, diversity and inclusion ambassadors. And we put everything together and I'm very happy that we were able to launch it. So, Rachel, as you've been working on the strategy for diversity for you, what have you learned along the way that has helped you to shape the direction of this initiative? Well, what I learned is that it is very true that we are different uh, from one another, all right? We think differently and we we see things differently too. So, I mean, this is also a very good way to put into practice how we should also consider everyone from every perspective, from the organization too, and in terms of uh, what is needed. There's a lot of things that um, gets on to me is that we really need to listen to people, to all that people have got to say, and then be very consultative. And there are sometimes, you know, we are blinded by, by our own perceptions and thoughts and how we use, we learn to do things, all right, that we internalize it and we, we, we may probably shut people off in that way. I think putting this whole um, journey, right, while put, putting the whole strategy together, learn that, you know, it's very a lot about listening, a lot about respecting each other or views, and then come up with a strategy that really works um, for everyone, for the organization. Diversity and inclusion, all right, is always, very often it's like a, it's a buzzwords and also, well, we say we are committed to doing it, but I also realize that it is not as easy as we say we want to do it. I'm, I'm just, I would like to find out, you know, from your perspective, how at the leadership level, how we are able to assure our people that we, we have this deep commitment that we're going to make um, DNI work and it's going to be a, a culture as part of our DNA. So it's a journey for me. It's one of those things that you you don't just say it and then suddenly everybody starts behaving in, in a certain way. It takes time and you have to take people on that journey with you um, because often diversity and inclusion, as we see in everyday life, it has different meanings, shows in different ways. And just like when we introduced our company values, you have to kind of reinforce that understanding and make it relatable. So as a topic, it's very often confused with just being gender related. And, and of course, that is a part of, of the, the path. But that reinforcement of just enabling people to be unique, be different, dare to stand out, be bold, and challenge the norms helps us to define a journey for diversity for you. So it's not a one-time thing. Little things like, you know, I, I had a question raised about 
the fact that we are very specific in our products around gender. Uh, so we will now be taking a step to uh, take a, a gender neutral uh, stance in our products, in, in new releases of our products. There are very, uh, very different themes that run through diversity and inclusion. And that's why we are putting ambassadors in place, because it is a constant reinforcement journey that you're on, which takes different paths. And the biggest thing for me is enabling people to feel safe in the world of working at unit four that they can be bold they can be brave they can be different be unique be themselves and challenge the norms and i think that's that's one of the key things within within unit four the norms don't just accept the way things always are and that will help us build the path for diversity for you if you think about the journey we've been on as a and over time, particularly over the last year, the barriers have been kind of down. And as new people come in, we have a much more diverse organisation than we ever had before. So thinking about our values in the context of diversity and inclusion is a natural state for us. It's a natural way of thinking. The important thing for us now is to ensure that diversity for you evolves and that it continues to be a natural part of our values wherever you are in in the world because I think we are an organization that wants people to bring the very best version of themselves to to the table to be who they are to challenge how we've always been we want to stand out we want to be the best that we can see we want the best that we can be we want to be uh, a, a leader on our on our path and so accepting people for who they are and what they bring is key not just to our values but just to our, our whole dna i'm reading a fiction book called little fires everywhere and that's a really important book for diversity and inclusion because it it is that hidden unknowns, never judge a book by its cover, all the things that might, may be going on behind the scenes. And then I'm reading a leadership book by Simon Sinek called uh, Start With Why. I always read leadership books because I think it's really, really important. No one is ever perfect. and There's always something you need to challenge in terms of your leadership style. Well, I'm reading a very interesting book by Haruki Murakami, and the book title is What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. I'm learning how to run, just as I, 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 I'm trying to find out my potential, how, what is my limit, how far can I go, and I want to get to know myself. So I picked up this book, and it's really interesting because I found out that when I run, I can actually distract and be focused at the same time to think about what I want to do, how I want to do stuff. My my late dad, who passed away when I was very young, at about 15 years old. So, well, that set a very deep impression in me, view, live views in me that, you know, if I want to do something, I will, if I believe I can do it, I will get there. So, well, he, he inspired me a lot. And since he passed on, I have made sure that I really commit to it and make sure that in everything that I do, 
whatever hurdles that come, nothing can stop me because I believe what I can do and I'll get there. I think it would be nice to get across that diversity for you is also about challenging the behaviours of the past, challenging yourself in terms of what you truly are capable of and and not letting society's um, expectations of us define the journey of the future. That's, I think, really important. That's why diversity for you is, is there, because it's giving people a voice. It's enabling people. So, you know, come forward, be an ambassador. You're thinking it in the background. You know how, how things should be. You, you're driving the person that you are through the the values that we have. So don't have those thoughts and those those points of view silently. Come and be an ambassador. We, we need you all. Actually, I've got something I want to share of my passion about diversity and inclusion. It actually gets back, actually way back um, when I was, when I first started school, I... I could still remember that was the first week of school and then a group of girls came to me and told me not to be friendly with one of our classmates. So I innocently asked and they replied me that they didn't like her looks, they didn't like her manners and they thought she was stupid. So, well, it was then our school principal required all of us to drink at least one packet of milk during recess, especially for those who are under who were underweight. So, and this classmate would spill her packet of milk on her school uniform, and she would smell horrible after. So everyone thought she was too stupid to be our friends. So it was actually then that I realized that you know we actually live in you know and brief differences every day. It's Way, even way back during our childhood days where, you know, we, we tend to internalize, you know, or generalize how we see people. And I was really upset with this whole group of friends. Why do we want to divide and why do we not want to include her? You know, the way that she drank her packet of milk and spilled all over herself almost every other day, it's nothing wrong and we should not exclude her. So it was since then that I really get so passionate about it and I will go to people who are just alone by themselves. I'll make sure everyone will feel included. So I think that was how it all started, that I really love this topic so much and I, I see it so dear to myself. That's something that I want to do. That's really lovely, Rachel. So I was bullied very badly when I was growing up, when I was in my teens. <laughs> and I was bullied because I wasn't the same as this girl and that I, I, I was, I was younger than her and I had a particular friend set and I was, and I was picked on quite badly and it was an awful experience that went on for a long time. And I think with bullying, it can go two different ways. You either let it control you and it defines the path or you use it as an opportunity to make you stronger and you set the direction of where you want to travel. And, and for me, whilst it was a terrible experience in my life, I would not let it get the better of me. And I used it as an opportunity to prove to myself 
that I could be who I wanted to be, whether that was professionally or personally, it would not define me. And I think that is one of the reasons why diversity and inclusion is so important to me. Yeah. It's having that inner confidence to stand up and say, I do want to be different. I'm proud of the things I've achieved or where I want to go. I, I don't need to follow the herd. I can be the person that I, I want to be. And my uniqueness is the thing that makes me great. And, and that's the really, really important thing that I think diversity and inclusion brings because I want our, all of our employees to be proud of who they are. So not just accept that, Someone has told them this is the way it has to be. So that's what they have to do. It's an opportunity for them to stand up and say, I am good at this. I am the person I am. And I'm proud to be that person. I'm proud of all the things I bring, all the things I learn. And also I'm proud of the mistakes I made because that's the thing that defines our journey and, our, and the next step. And it's okay to make those mistakes. And I think that's quite critical in inclusion. Because for anyone who has been bullied, they'll know that it completely destroys all of your confidence. But I found uh, a couple of things I was good at. I was very good at running. Um, and so I focused my attention on running. I was very good musically. So I, I played the double bass, the cello, the violin, the clarinet, and I focused my attention on music. But then I, I fell into this career that is um, people and I realised that I could make a difference and I could have impact by putting the negative energy into positive actions to deliver successfully. And I think there's lots of people, it's not just about bullying, it could be lots of different things. I think people often, the most difficult step is the first step that you don't want to take because fear is stopping you from taking that step. But recognising if you put it into the context of what diversity for you means to us as a business, recognising that any contribution you make is just as important as anyone else and that your contribution will be listened to, I think is part of that journey to recovery for anyone who's been in that situation before. This uh, kind of whole approach to diversity for you is a kind of voice for our employees that every single person has a story. Doesn't matter how big or small that story might be, they have a story, something that drives them, something that makes them vulnerable, something that makes them authentic and genuine. And all of those things together makes them part of the unit four family and also makes them the great people that they are. And I'm, I'm proud of all of those things. And that's, that's why I enjoy the job that I do. Because within my team, each and every individual brings a different perspective, brings a different, a different uniqueness to our team. And then I look back over the last year at everything we've achieved and everything we've delivered in terms of the, the people experience and knowing there's still more to come that very firmly puts our values at the heart of not only our team, but at, of, at the heart of Unit 4. It makes me proud to say that diversity and inclusion brings all of our great qualities together to make us a fantastic organisation.
which is great. Well, I, I'm actually very excited, you know, that we we are committed to this and we have got this new initiative, this diversity and inclusion initiative, although it's not new, we used to do women's network, but definitely our approach is very different right now. You know, it's about how we want people to be included. I think this is really very new and we're looking beyond just the differences we're looking at, you know, not not the, the usual forms, genders, age or whatever you, you named it, right? It is it is actually beyond it regardless of any form, how how we want to bring people together. It is so exciting for me because I've been here for five years. There's nothing much about it until now, you know? It is and then we are encouraging people speak up, right? But for some well, it all depends on where we came from, our upbringing and so forth. I can tell you as an Asian, well, maybe not to stereotype all Asians are like that, but it has got a lot for myself personally. I, I'm born, I live in Singapore. How, how I am is very much also molded with the education and the economy that the countries that I'm with, right? It is almost like we tell you, do this. No matter how democratic, just do it, right? We don't talk back and we don't do things like that. So least talking about speaking up, oh, it can be quite challenging for some people. So over time, we kind of like, shut up, don't talk too much, just do what you need to do, yeah? So, so it may be easy for many others out there. It can be also very challenging for a few others, you know, who are not always always, you know, in, in the position to do it. So with this um, whole new initiative, the whole new approach, I think it gives a lot of uh, encouragement to many out there who never speak up while well, giving them the, the, well, I say that the, the chance, the opportunity for them, hey, learn to speak up. You know, there's no right or wrong. Just do it. It's fine. Just go ahead and do it. So I'm really excited about this. So I, I think this is going to be a really great journey for every one of us. But I think one area would be how we're going to move forward to really, you know, send the message across. You don't have to worry. All right. Keep challenging yourself and you're not going to be reprimanded or you're not going to be in any way being told of if you didn't do a good job. I think that's really important. And this is kind of company that I really want to work in. I think that's quite a critical point, Rachel. It's there's not any wrong yeah. in anything that people do. And it's okay to uh, make a mistake. It's a learning opportunity. And I think I've been here coming up for five years as well. Mm-hmm. In the last year, there's been more opportunity for people to learn than the entire time I've been here because in the past it's always been if you make a mistake there are there are consequences but actually in the last year it's been very much about what did you learn from the mistake how do we move forward how do we make a difference how do how do we turn the learning opportunity into a positive rather than always reflecting on things as a negative and I think that's a huge difference yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And also, I would say in addition, I, I guess it is human nature. We tend to want to work with people who are like us, people who you know, 
will we'll get the work done. At the end of the day, we will get things done. But it takes a lot for, for one to go reach out to someone who may not be like us and give them a very important task. I think that spells it all what diversity and inclusion is all about right is taking that step to making that option right and then going and reaching out to the individual right so and you know it's very bold brave so i would say you're not a light we i may not have the same style of you and i don't always give you the important task but right now i'm giving to you i think that is something as a manager we, we should live by it too and, and that will really helped a lot for the team to grow and for he or herself to to also grow it's all about uh, being inclusive isn't it